And we're live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Sharp Cheddar Green Bay podcast. Coming to you from Washington, D.C. And we are happy to announce that we have all braved the dangers of the world to all come hang out at Joe's house and record this one in person. So no more Zoom recordings for for us for the time being. Uh, Go give us a follow at uh, Sharp Cheddar GB on Twitter and Instagram, Sharp Cheddar Green Bay on YouTube. Uh, We are a little bit amped up here. We are ready to go. Very excited to be back. Uh, so let's let's crack our beers, boys. Let's oh, crack them. Yeah. Oh, cheers! Cheers! Oh, go pack, go! Mm. I'm drinking a, a my game day drink today, Miller High Life. Ooh, the champagne mm. of beers. You pass out of the booth this time, so it's mm-hmm. a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's a little <laughs> different. Feels good to the, have it back. The though. rest of us are going with a little Miller Light. Uh, so. Miller, uh, we love you guys. Um, love us back, please. <laughs> so last night, uh, Philly guys, then we were able to go support our favorite people over at Hamilton's in DC. Yeah. Uh, Joe and I went and drank a couple, two, three uh, high lifes there. Who do they uh, recognize? Do they recognize you, Joe, with your crazy beard, or just Hank? And then like, yeah, they it was, assumed it's dude, it was weird. Yeah, well, they. Yeah, you got there first. Right? Yeah, I got there first. They never used to have Rumplemans, uh, which obviously we love. Uh, walk in, and the uh, the bartender goes, "Hey, I got a bottle of Rumplemans on ice just for you guys. So let me know when you want it." So. Uh, we, we had our cheese curds though. I yeah, had cheese curd fix. Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't have the yeah, the brats are Packers game day um, special. Um, but, but they had Rumplemans. They took did a copious amounts of shots of them. Yes, that was really good. Yeah, it got a little out of hand, which is exactly how it's supposed to go at Hamilton. And like, you can definitely tell if you by, leave sober, then you're doing something wrong. You can tell by the way these two are acting that they did. Yeah, that Rumpelmans is still a little hair of the dog. Yeah, it's still, it's still a sure. shampoo so, effect. Yeah, <laughs> but no, Hammy's is good. We're pumped to be back. We're gonna make another reservation next week. Yep, come out Friday night, probably every week. Um, hang out with with your sharp cheddar celebrities at Hammy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone uh, feel free to come join us there at Hamilton's Friday nights. So before we get into the lightning round, you know, during this whole COVID during, nonsense. During. Uh, what do you get into <laughs> during not during whatever during, <laughs> we so i've been watching a lot of nfl replays and i was watching the uh 1999 nfc wild card round between the packers wow you've really been getting into the archives here i, I have been yeah so i i had completely forgotten about this but there was a time when they didn't use instant replay for shit so we were watching i was watching this Excuse game and you know, the Packers were up. I don't remember what the score was, but they were up. If they had, you know, gotten the ball, they would have won the game and moved on to the divisional round. Jerry Rice clearly fumbled the ball, and Leroy Butler recovered it. It was clear as day, and any other time they would have, you know, given the ball back to Green Bay, and they would have won the game. But because there was no replay, they I'm, just let the whole thing go. I'm that too, was nuts. I'm too drunk to follow your story, Omar. I'm sorry. That's I'm too fine. drunk to taste this <laughs> <laughs> On that, on that oh, note, nobody's no. interested in my fun in my fun fact about instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Move technology has changed over time. 
<laughs> but no, the Evans and Thrones excellent uh, games. What was, what was the last one we watched? We watched the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to get into the first lightning round here. So the first first question is, um, what which quarterback around the league do you think is on the hottest hot seat? All right. I, I'll – God damn, Matt, you're right. <laughs> First day out of the out of the home, you know. <laughs> you got COVID over here. <laughs> and we are uh, using masks, everyone. No, yeah, don't kidding. worry about us. <laughs> um, so, hottest hot seat for a quarterback around the league. I'm going to start, and I'm going to go with Jared Goff. I think that he's wildly overpaid. The Rams have not done a very good job at managing their cap situation, as evidenced by the whole. Yeah nonsense with Doc or with Todd Gurley you know they sent him off to where's he Atlanta now yeah yeah so I think if Jared Goff takes another step back they're they're gonna have to reassess that situation so all right I I'm I just don't think that's enough hot seat though like yeah I'm going no one's paying attention I'm kind of going Jimmy Garoppopotamus because I I mean they've made it to the Super Bowl but the Dude kind of sucks. Like, he, he's yeah. good enough to not fuck him over, but, like, he's he has games where they win, and he has, like, under 100 yards passing. He like threw eight times in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's making a lot like, of money. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where, like, he's making a lot of money to not do a lot. Yeah. And, and the team is great, but if you had a, a average or good, a good quarterback, that yeah. team probably wins that Super Bowl last year. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think it's got to be Garoppolo. Joe, what do you where's, think about um, this topic? Where's Cam Newton landing? Is he still out of a job? Yeah. Yeah. He can't be huh. a hot seat. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Talk. Yeah, I, I don't know about hot seat, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know about hot seat, but like outside of the Packers, I'm looking at Tom Brady. Not not in terms of like a hot seat, but like the pressure's on to show yeah. if he's still if, if, if he, he is if he away. is fucking good. Do it without I've been check. saying for years that he has actually no talent. Since his, since he was young, yeah, a lot of a lot of five yard uh, slants. He has to go against NFC bubble screens defenses. Yeah, I think I think uh, everyone's gonna be watching to see if he can actually perform. Yeah, I'll go um, Baker Mayfield. I think that team's set and primed. It's oh. been primed. I, everyone keeps yeah. talking about him. He's the number one draft pick. He has the offensive pieces. He has the O sure. line. He has a real play caller now. If he can't do it this year and get him to the playoffs, I think it's time oh, yeah. for a backup life for. Yeah, kind of surprised that none of us went Trubisky. Or Foles, whoever the obvious. whoever they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Kirk too, but no, they they yeah. just re-inked it. Cool. Let's jump into the first quarter. So defense is always a hot topic with us. Mike Penn's our defensive. Yeah, I'm Capers. Yeah, thank God it's not <laughs> that guy anymore. But uh, so my thoughts on Mike Penn was, and I called this last year. I think once San Francisco ran all over us on the first game, like I get it. Yeah, you can blame personnel. You can play, blame play call. Whatever it is. I felt there wasn't a single adjustment we made in that playoff game. And I'm very curious of what Mike Pettin actually did up, leading up to that game because I don't think the Seahawks came – in my eyes, I think we had the Seahawks came locked up all the way, so we should have been preparing more for the San Francisco game. I don't think Pettin prepared at all. And his press conference kind of said that. And he's not saying he didn't – he didn't admit to not preparing, but he did say they beat us in scheme. They beat us in literally every yeah. aspect of the ball. So in coaching. my eyes, it's – well – what did you change? I want to hear – I really want to hear what he thought they changed yeah. or adapted to. Yeah, I, I almost think that, like, they approached that game thinking 
San Francisco would change their game plan, yeah. so they chose not to, which obviously didn't make sense. But that, that's kind of how it felt is like they were like, well, they ran so easily on us last time that maybe they'll assume we'll do better in the next yeah. one. So let's just prepare for the pass and make them run on us, which was stupid. Yeah, like I said, Jimmy G can't do yeah. shit. Like, it, like he's, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about hot seats. I think Petten might have one of his own. Yeah. To yeah. see if the defense is going to be as good this year. But we got those guys that are coming into their second, third years that need to grow. Yeah. Sean Gary. What happened to Josh Jackson? Is Jair going to get better? I, mean, I think there's a lot of promise there, like Kirksey mm-hmm. uh, in, in the linebacker position. Yeah. People are talking a ton about him, and I think our yeah. defense is still going to be really good. Yeah. We have I, have, I have some confidence in him. But uh, we have the personnel now, which is something in the past I think has been an issue. But I think now I'm I'm confident in our personnel uh, yeah. to be able to step up and like take us to not alone, but like win a Super Bowl. I think our personnel is there if the coaching can. I just utilize don't think there's them. any way a coach or a team should allow 200 plus yards no, rushing. Agreed. To, yeah. that, I think that's yeah, kind of crazy. That, that that's was crazy. That yeah. That there's no excuse for the San Francisco game. But I will Maybe say kind of theory, in de, in defense. But I will say in defense of Patton. Um, I mean. Three years ago, we were the 26th ranked defense. Yeah. Two years ago, we were 22. Last year, we were ninth in the league. And That's a huge step. I there. mean, obviously, I'm not excusing the San Francisco game, but you're seeing so much improvement on the defense that yeah. I don't want to like throw when your defense throw him out for non. For you. Yeah, it's a huge. Step. Yeah, is that based on personnel or coaching? Like we haven't had this personnel. Oh, agreed. Since a- agreed. I, I, I. Omar, what do you think about this? Because you have been routinely like the biggest critic of Dom Caper. Yeah, I think so. So Dom Caper, and you've always been a Petten fan when he came in. Look, I, I don't think so. In Petten's press conference, he alluded to the fact that he that the defense either kept us in games or won game for us. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the defense was necessarily a an overwhelming dominant force. I mean, we had. You know, stats in the stats. Here we go. Na, na, na. We had six games. <laughs> Omar's allowed... over here with a goddamn pen or pencil. It's a pen. pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest part of this podcast. Omar has a pen. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had six games where we allowed over 400 yards of total offense, which in, in, which is you know the craziest thing about this in a regular year. That would have been a statistically significant predictor of wins and losses. Whereas if you're if you're giving up that many yards, we yeah. would have lost the game. However, for some fucking reason, this past year Turnover that didn't happen. Turnovers were a really statistically significant yeah. predictor, and we had twelve where we had at least one turnover. So for some reason, like even maybe. though we were giving up that many that many yards a game. We still weren't losing that many. So that tells me that the defense was bending a lot, but it wasn't breaking until the NFC Championship, which I think, to Matt, to your point, like we, we, just, broke. we just didn't – we didn't adjust. He, he, we didn't scheme for that team. No. Like, like we all just yeah. agreed on, like Garoppolo, even if, he, if you're like he's a good game manager, he fits the team well because that's what they need. Yeah. Like if you're scheming for that team – you stack the box. You do not let them run. You make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you with his arm. Yeah. And that's the opposite of what we did. Uh, 
So I definitely think that, like, the San Francisco, both games were just inexcusable that we didn't prepare for that team. We prepared for, like, a completely different team, you know? Um, It's almost like we took the defense that won the Seattle game and just said, do the same shit against San Francisco, even though they're two completely different teams. With that being said, I mean, we – the fact that we were allowing that many yards a game and still we were winning the games, that like we were holding teams in the red zone. Yeah. During yeah. the Tom Capers era era, yeah. if we if we got them to a third and ten, they had the advantage. Yeah. Like it, it was it wasn't even I, a I, question. I do think there's something there's been an improvement. Yeah. And I, I do think there's something to be said for kind of a bend but don't break defense. Yeah. Like I, I mean that's one of the things we talked about with the Seattle NFC championship game yeah. where it costs us the game because it broke. It, well, no, <laughs> on the opposite where our offense would get to the red zone and then kick field goals. Oh, and and yeah. Um, yeah. that can yeah. lose you a game. So I, I'm okay with like giving up yards if we don't give up points. Yeah. You Are know, we going to go back to that part two, Ted tops. Right that sounds like you started that. You I mean, a little bit. Kind of a subset <laughs> of that whole debate is like for the last couple of years, what's been, the bigger factor defense or offense and most people have been said saying the defense has been the lacking part we invested it's it's paying off the offense is inconsistent over the last couple of years yeah. but we have a run game you know that's another one we haven't topic. had a run game before dude I, I yeah have you have you guys seen some of the videos and pictures of aj dillon like He's fucking East. Beats. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. I'm excited. I think our off. Yeah. I know it's a little bit different, but I'm excited for our, our offense this year. I think that we could be. Yeah. Wait. So what's the deal? You guys are all on the. I mean, I'm on the Funches train. You guys yeah. on the Funches train? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's no, get into we, it. So well, second quarter, let's open up the second okay. oh, quarter. Sure, sure. What Packer needs to have the biggest year needs to step oh. up the most. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Again, I have done zero prior research to this episode, but I think you're right. It's got to be on the wide every receiver. Other episode, yeah, it's <laughs> it's got to be in the wide receiver core. By the way, Joe was very public sector. <laughs> I, I, don't public sector means, fuck, yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Funches is probably right up there. We, we signed him. Yeah. I don't know how much we how much we pay him. Three mil, something like that. Yeah. Small oh, amount. that's not a yeah. lot to, to have for pressure. But, no, yeah. I mean, but it's funny because – I'm, I'm on the Funches train, and I think you guys are all on it now, too. But, like, we might have to walk back some of that initial episode about the draft where we were like, the world is fucking ending. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, not, I'm still very Drafted a wide receiver. No, I, I – So, is that your player? Is Funches your player needs to step up the most this year? Yes. Maybe um, – mm, maybe maybe uh, AR-12. Interesting. Wow. We've all been saying that, uh, you know, he's going to be a little fire – under his I, belly. I like it. Step yeah, up. Yeah, I, like I, I think he's going to win MVP. I wasn't expecting you to say that. People are yeah. like, oh, he's taking a step back. He's taking a step back. How far has he gone? How far has he dropped? Bullshit. That is AR-12. You know what's more dangerous than AR-16, Omar? Boom, baby. <laughs> AR-12. No, I don't know. I uh, mean AR-15. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> Matt, what are you thinking? I got Kristen Kersey. Uh, I think if yeah. he plays oh, every game, if he plays every game this year, I think out. we're we're going far. I think it's going to come down to health because I don't think anyone questions his talent. He played with Benton before, so if he can stay healthy, we have a solid middle linebacker that could actually tackle 
before it gets the running back gets to him. Deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's got he's got to be better than Blake. 100, I mean, 120 well, tackles. If he's healthy. I mean, yeah. he has After the first the ability down to market. do that. Frankly, I'd rather have Blake play 16 games than Kirksey play three, even yeah. at a Hall of Fame level. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't help us. So I think that's going to really determine our, our season this year, one guy. Because we don't have a lot of depth at middle linebacker. No. Like, Warren Burks, we haven't shown we want to play like for whatever Sullivan reason. Or somebody? We drafted somebody. Sullivan's our, like, nickel or yeah. dime linebacker. Hadn't talked to him about him, though, didn't he? For he, a dime yeah, linebacker. Yeah, he's going to be the second linebacker. The run. He's not going to be the primary middle yeah. linebacker. To Warren Brooks, the, the guy we just drafted in Ty Summers, so we'll see. That's what Summers, that's what Summers is the yeah. one, not Sullivan. Summers. Ty Summers. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. All right, I've got two, and they're they're the same position group. So I guess I'm saying that a position group needs to step up, and I'm talking about the safeties. All right, so we we have our, our quarterbacks do a pretty good job of limiting passes that are kind of short to intermediate route, right? But we still have way too we still give up way too many big plays which is where this, like, the deep safety should be coming over and helping the corner out if they get beat, right? We haven't actually had a good safety group since 2012 when, when Charles Woodson converted from a cornerback to safety, right? So if Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage can take that next step up, I think that'll be huge for our defense. I mean, we've got, we've got really good pass rushers, Zedarius and Preston Smith, you know, Kenny Clark is a is a stud in the middle. If if Kirksey can step up in the middle linebacker, that'll that'll really solidify the. Front but you guys end. are both going defense, huh? Is you that are, okay? Yes. Can we have opinions? Is that, is is that, that right? right? No, I just think again. Like, <laughs> no, you cannot have. I opinions. just think like. Uh, I think for both of us, maybe I'll speak for you a little bit here, like because I have faith in Aaron Rodgers. So like at the end of yeah. the day, put players with Aaron yeah, Rodgers. No, I, and, do like, I do too. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I have faith in him. He'll figure it out with dog well, shit personnel if that's what it comes to. I mean, dude, I don't think right, it is right. dog shit personnel, but my big thing is we're we're still giving up too many big plays, right? So, yeah, I mean that that's a huge yeah. thing. Last year we gave up a ton of yards to very mediocre QBs. You remember Week Six against the Lions, like Matt Stafford torched us. Like yeah. on the first play of their drives, yeah, two yeah, or yeah. three times in a row, yeah. and that's I think a directly attributable to a cornerback getting beat and a safety not being there to help. Oh, yeah. Is that I think Stafford that, or I mean, David Blow? The first game, of Stafford, I do, I do yeah. agree with your focus on the defense, and I was a little critical of the of the draft too because we didn't go defense for so long. But uh, I've I've been talking about this for a couple of days now. It's like I really want to see the offense back when it was a Rod and Jordy. Scoring seven on every opening drive, it'd yeah. be like up twenty-one-zero in the first quarter before anyone blinked. Yeah. And then the defense could do whatever but, the fuck it wanted. But to. Joe, to that point, like, the problem wasn't the fact that we were scoring a lot of points before; it's the fact that we were scoring a bunch of points and, then and losing up yeah, just forty-two to thirty-five. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if if Aaron Rodgers? Back if if, in if like you go up twenty-one-zero, you should win that game. And in the past, yeah, yeah. we still had to like hold on for the entire game because our defense could also give up 21 points in the blink yeah. of an eye. Um, but I don't know. I think that oh. I kind of similar personnel grouping as Joe was saying with the receivers. And I, I think it's interesting. I think you guys approached this question as like, which player needs to step up to benefit the team the most? Yeah. I, when I read it, I took it as which player needs to step up for their own career or their own reputation. Okay. And I'm going Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I ah, think that MVS, yeah. wow. his rookie year, he, he showed some real potential. Yep. Last year, he was, he was 
I mean, he was, he was not a big good. playmaker. He had, but he had big early, plays on the field. Early on, he did, but and then it lot. just like he disappeared. Yeah. And and I think that a lot of times in like press conferences, the like Lafleur and Aaron both have talked about how much potential they see in him in practice. But he he needs to have that like big third year. Like this is kind of his make or break years. Like, yeah. he, is he going to step up and be a Devonte Adams who? struggled a little bit early and then comes on in that third year and just becomes one of the best guys in the league? Or is he going to take yeah, last year's struggles and just let him break I, him I have and to say, I fizzle think, out of the NFL? I think MVS is going to fall behind Mark Woods Bell. Or not. Equinadius. And Laser D. Laser D. I think Laser D is a lot for the number three spot behind Funches. I don't think it's even a question. If you're going Devontae Funches, Aquarius – no, no, Devontae Funches, Laser Lazar. D. Laser D. Aquarius, damn, that puts MBS yeah, at fifth. I think, I think he's going to be the fifth. Even, and, and, the and, I mean, Be- Begleton, the uh, CFL Canadian Begleton. Football League guy. Yeah, like he – I mean, he's a wild card because he was so good in the CFL. Will it translate? I think that Canada, receiver it definitely can. I think that that's one spot where, like, yeah. you can run routes and you can catch a ball. Like, he you can do that like in any league. He should put, like, a comma A on his uh, jersey. Begleton? A? <laughs> but, like – <laughs> yeah, so that's that, that's why I'm sticking with MVS. Is that like yeah. there there are so many guys on our team he that are that are like those. question marks, wild cards, and they could be great, they could be terrible. We don't really know. And for yeah. him, it's like you know he's he's young, and it's going to be one of those things where like if he doesn't pan out it, this year, he could very well. Kind of fizzle out of the league. He's fast. He's fast. We need speed. Right. None of our other receivers, even Devontae, doesn't have speed. Right. Sweet, sweet speed, baby. Aquarius is pretty fast, isn't it? I guess we'll see after the injury. Yeah. Yeah. American speed. But, but like, that's why I think, like, for his personal career, like, if he has a down year, who knows if he even, like, continues – yeah, who knows if he if he continues like in the Moore? league after this year? Like, if he, no, but that's, no, that's if he ends up if he ends up being like if he ends up being number six on our team, you know, which is very I, possible. I, I mean, like we just said, Devontae's one. Then you put Lazard, Funchess, two, yeah. three, depending on like who steps up. Then at four and five, you have Equinamius and you have possibly Begleton because we don't really know enough <laughs> about him. <laughs> what is so that puts him at five? Like. And What's the guy's actual name? Equinamius Saint. <laughs> and and that puts I mean that puts MBS who Pisces? Who two years ago we were talking about as being like a possible like yeah. breakout star. That puts yeah. him at possibly the sixth no. number six well, receiver I, on our team. Like I he think, might not even dress every week. I think that you make a good point. I mean, Devontae was like that. His second year was garbage. Yeah. Right? Dropped uh, the balls. I was at that That's why the third Bears game on so Thanksgiving important. in the yeah. fucking rain where he dropped the fourth down pass in the end zone to win the fucking game. My point oh. I wanted to make, Omar, was that the three-year the three year flip that we've heard from LaFleur and Goody say mm-hmm. that they're waiting for always happens with Devontae. I think Cobb was probably the same way. Cobb was not getting started. Cobb no, was for two years. But that's what, that's what I mean is that, like, number 18? He, he needs, favorite player? We, we've heard that, like, I don't know if you want to call it a trope, but we've, we've heard that, like, year three for receivers, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. It's it's a make or break year for young receivers. Like, yes, a lot of them step up, but there are probably more that have a shitty third year and then never pan out in the league. So I think that that's Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius. 
experience. Definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're going to call the second quarter. We're going to go into halftime. Oh, As sure. always, we are going to give a shout out to our unofficial, unofficial sponsors, um, Rumplemans. Yeah, shout Number out. Number one. Matt, Ooh, what do you got to say? So, well, I guess – Joe and Hank, why don't you guys talk a little bit about Rumpelmans? You guys have yeah, it. Yeah. It's fresh on the lips from last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it maybe. wasn't on mine. <laughs> I, I haven't tried to get it at the store. I couldn't get it yesterday. So I was trying to get the table. Talk. I was trying to get the table to do a round, and Steve at the bar, one of the owners, was like, oh, "I'll get you guys." And I was like, and "Just Hank and I had Rumpelmans." Yeah, everyone else did tequila because they didn't think Rumpelmans was good enough, which wow. is bullshit. Wow. I know. So we, we convinced we convinced like one of his buddy's girlfriends who'd never had it before. We were like, in our next round of shots, do Rumpelmans instead of tequila. I promise you, it'll be better. And yeah, she she was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot better." Great for the ladies. Yeah. Um, smooth. It's quite refreshing. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, Matt. It's very refreshing on the breath. Yeah, um, I like to use it instead of uh, toothpaste. One of my, one of my uh, <laughs> swirl, swirl my toothbrush in the bottle of Rumpel Mints. One Ooh. of my, uh, one of my shout outs this week goes to Jägermeister, though. Well, well, uh, we uh, we're taking shots of Jaeger today. I'm not quite sure why. I, I am not. Uh, we just, I just, I saw it at the store, and you said, you know, Master Hunter, got to have it. So who's the Master Hunter? You? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Well, no Jaeger. So Jaeger. Also, probably equally terrible shot as Rumpelman's. Oh, <laughs> I honestly don't get like when when Steve uh, said that. I, I honestly didn't understand the hate. I I, I really enjoy the flavor. It is the single most delicious shot that you can take. Yeah, yeah it's it's like my. Uh, I don't know. I, other shots like you have that gut reaction of like Ugh, we're gonna. Yeah, where's Rumpelman's? It's like I'd rather do Rumpelman's than Fireball. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Obviously, shout out this week to Hamilton's. They opened up again last nice. night. We're super pumped about that. But uh, no, and as always, uh, big shout out to Johnsonville, Johnsonville. Brats. The best, the only brat in the game. Did a little taste test. Today. Yeah, we, uh, we, we're, we're fresh off of some uh, taste tests. We just grilled some brats. We tried the new, well, new to us at least, firecracker. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? It's a spicy a sausage. It was I liked I was it. It was good. I actually I couldn't it. tell if it was just the sausage or if it was the beer and everything else that we marinated. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking good. No, too, we, so. yeah, it, we, was, it was very solid. On yeah. Hank's recommendation, so we grilled them first, and then we threw the old cast iron on there yeah. with a, on the dollop, a big old dollop of pork fat, onion, and uh, like some kind of Bavarian wheat beer. Yeah. It worked real nice. Yeah. I, did the, I did the firecracker with – uh, ketchup, yellow mustard, Let, and let's uh, save, cheddar. Let's save our it was good. It was good. Recipes for yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, All right, cheers, guys. Yeah, we'll do a quarter on, on our. Yeah. Cheers to Johnsonville. Recipes. Cheers, boys. Also, before we move ah. into the next question, uh, shout out New Glarus. I love you guys. We know you don't sell in DC, which is super Ooh. sad. But if you want to hook us up, um, we will give you as many shout outs as humanly <laughs> possible on all forms of social media. So uh, please send those our way. Uh, I'm going to go get another beer. Yeah. Cool. Give me, give me a highlight. And sadly it won't be a spotted cow because they don't sell here, but if you send it, get, I will only drink. Get, spotted your, cow get your boy a highlight. I'll take one too, please. Miller light. So while Hank's going to do that, let's talk a little, uh, William Hill, who Joe's a uh, big yeah, friend of. Play for? <laughs> so, and we were looking this up before because I didn't believe Omar here. So, according to William Hill, New England's still the favorite to win the AFC. Well, East. who is the expert? 
Are they still the class? Who's William <laughs> So it's ironic. And what, <laughs> so what I was showing Omar was we were looking on Instagram where someone ranked an individual just ranked power rankings of every team. And they had New England at number 30. Yet William Hill Sportsbook has them at number one in the division, which clearly means they're in like the top 15 teams in the NFL. Um, yeah, I think, Ooh, you know, yeah, I, I've talked about this. I think they're tanking for Trevor. So I think Buffalo wins that division easily. I think their defense shuts down every other shit offense in that division. Buffalo pulls out 10 to 11 wins, wins the division. New England finishes bottom 10, trades for Trevor Lawrence. They have Trevor Lawrence, and next year they start doing some work. Joe? Oh, God. That, don't do we say that. That depresses me, thinking that do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to go to New England. Yeah, they probably will because the rest of the division still sucks. Ass, Buffalo's dude. good. What are you talking about? Buffalo's been been supposed to be good for the last like five years. They, just they were good. They won the wild card. Oh, great for them. Awesome. All right, we're gonna skip no, Joe. Yeah. Hank, what do you think? <laughs> um, the division. No, no, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's, division. I, it has been trash. I don't. I don't care about the division. Fuck yeah, the Jazz. True. I, I don't really. Care, we didn't see the Dolphins. We, the I, geo, I, geographic we sense. did not ask if you care. So I don't Lucky. think that New England is tanking for Trevor. I think that them going like one and fifteen is crazy because yeah, there are going to be that. other teams that are just shit that will tank. Um, so I, I don't think that that's what they're doing. But they I definitely can still think win games. I de- yeah, yeah, I think I they'll. I think they'll win 10. games. I think Belichick you is could the throw reason. Throw me in a quarterback right. and Patriots I, I, win fucking I games. I think that Fuck Belichick is the reason. He's the reason With for me? their. Shut the fuck up, guys. I, I think that Belichick is the reason <laughs> for their success. Um, so I think that they'll be just fine. But I definitely yeah. think Buffalo is the team to beat right now in that division. Not They're that not I really fucking care. This year. Buffalo? No, New England. Uh, I, I would uh, – yeah, I'll bet you on that. I think that I'll bet you right now. I think that, that they'll they go 9-6 games. Well, I think they'll the go 9-7. Over-under and seven. wins total. Get your hand out of my fist. I mean, Stidham – Yeah, so win total. I mean, William Hill, our good friend. And we I mean, Stidham, Stidham has about as much clout as Tom Brady had. All right, this is answered. not a quarter. This is just supposed to be a quick answer. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go – I'm with Hank. I don't think that they're – I. I think that they're going to make a play for Trevor Lawrence. They might trade, but I don't think I they're going to they be the lot, worst they team. They have really. a lot of draft. I never draft said that. Not year. They trade. might put together a package or something. I think they are going to try to get Trevor Lawrence. However, the Bills are their only threat in the division in my mind. Yeah, I, I don't think that the Dolphins are there yet. I don't, I don't think, don't the think that, are there yet. I don't think they're the threat. I think they're the front horse now. I think that New England being first. I, I, I don't know, man. I could still see the Patriots pulling out like a ten and six yeah. season and making the playoffs. Still, I, yeah, honestly, ASC I, is irrelevant. I think that yeah. you could put a dog at quarterback in New England, and yeah. Bill Belichick will make it work. He's he's the reason for their success, not Tom. And I think, yeah, irrelevant. Let's let's take a piss break. Cool. No, no, no. Just keep it rolling. No, Omar's gonna take a piss. We're gonna keep it rolling. All right, boys. Uh, yeah, might as well keep talking. Uh, so again, we'll we'll so hold I, off. I don't we'll think, hold off on the third quarter. I don't but. think they'll be bottom two, but I think they'll be bottom ten. I think they'll finish sub. See, I don't think so. See a bottom ten. I don't think so. I swing the pick. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if in ten years we're talking about how great of a quarterback Jared Stidham is because I because I think is that, that New England's new guy. Yeah, Brian Hoyer's going to beat him out. Well, all right then. No, I, I see. I disagree with that. I think that Bill Belichick will take a young 
fresh <laughs> like Wait, guy and just form him really, into I have, I have something else funny to say so i just got a uh sharp Shutter gb instagram alert from uh zadarius smith and i was like oh my god no way it's clearly like a fan page they, me- they mentioned this in a comment but i had a uh, yeah, because I, I put them on there. I couldn't figure out Z's real one, so I put them on there. Yeah, but I, I think that how cool Belichick is. A, was like, yeah, Belichick uh, is a great coach. I think Belichick is the reason for Brady's success. So I think Belichick can take any average quarterback and train them to be the quarterback that he wants with weapons. Yeah, not with no the shit weapons I, they I had this year. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he needs the weapons because their whole offense is like five yard slants and bubble screens and anyway so like i don't think you need a an amazing and how that aaron Rodgers. they got truck by tennessee can i do one more shout out you're right I, I think that yeah i think that that was kind of his let's do quarter three well let, let's do our like where we crack our next beer and then you can do a shout out and then we'll go into quarter three okay sure cool crack All your right. beer boys getting to halftime and a halftime. My only other um, shout out this week. Uh, you guys aren't gonna aren't necessarily gonna like this, but oh, it goes go. to the uh, oh, no. the Buffalo go. chip out in Arizona, <laughs> Lambeau West. You guys saw the post. It's nowhere near anything. Uh, just to be clear. Yeah, it's in, in Cave Creek, Arizona. It's uh, it, it's very near a lot of things. Anyways, no, great Packers bar out there. They do rodeos. So I went out there when I was quarantined with uh, with some fam up there and down there in Arizona. All right, and we don't care. So let's roll into <laughs> the third quarter. Fuck it. Um, all right. So uh, I think it, this question, especially as we're trying to figure out with like coronavirus, kind of what the environment is going to be. Um, what would you rather uh, watch a game in a stadium or at a bar? And, and for the sake of like argument, we won't do like half full stadiums. We'll go with like in the past. You guys uh, always hate on me for wanting to go to the fucking games. You're like, oh, you, you weren't there at Annie's that week. And I'm like, yeah, because I was fucking watching the game. Were you, though? And were you I, watching the games when you go? I know, yeah, you're, you I know your drunkenness. You get fucking hammered. Yeah, but he, really doesn't, he doesn't watch yeah, the game when the bar. Like, yeah, I've almost, yeah, so I've been to, yeah, but that argument's the same at the bar. <laughs> I've been to FedEx. <laughs> I can watch you I've been to FedEx on. Field for the Skins game like the last two times they've played. FedEx is one of the worst it's awesome. so bad it's so bad it is just gross bottom yeah. but regardless i get to see the the second coming of the messiah aaron Rodgers in physical form with my own eyeballs Did like you? that's worth it from my understanding you made out with a girl the entire time and didn't watch the game this is so not true this is <laughs> was that at new york allegedly that was that allegedly this was that? No. yeah yeah i mean i i <laughs> definitely prefer the game day experience at the at the game depends though is it, is it home think, game away game I, I was gonna say I think it, it you can never take me from Lambo right it definitely I love Andy, matters I'm going to Lambo yeah it definitely matters if it's like what stadium you're at if it's Lambo 100 percent of the time I will take that game day like over anything we need a, else we need to like schedule a trip from place. from the, schedule a trip. the morning just waking up like as soon as you get up you're you're rolling out to the parking lot you got the little mini weber grill going in the oh yeah in the lot with the brats you gotta dump oh, the coals down it's the, so down beautiful the alley. and and the then just curds too. oh it's it's wonderful yeah Sweet especially cheese. if you go if you go like december january game the and tundra line like everyone's bundled oh. up and frozen but you you have that like 
camaraderie with everyone around you. And like Lambo's a special place because like you see other fans and like at, people are like friendly, like offering brats and like hanging out and chatting. The only, the only downside Whereas, is you like, can't bring your firearm past the United Gate. You know, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But, oh no! Oh <laughs> no! But I, 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 I do think that like an away game depend <laughs> depends where it is. Like I had to get that in there. I, I definitely would rather be at Hamilton's than like FedEx Field because it, it's like a trash location. Trash stadium. But my point is that I, I've been like 20 yards away from Aaron Rodgers and been like, yo, hey. That Did he me, hear you? Do you think he that heard to you? Me, is that it's like, it's like going to see Muhammad like at the fucking Paradise Rock. It's like <laughs> a pilgrimage you need to make every season to go see the Packers. All right, Matt, what do you think? So, <laughs> Jeez, that's okay. a tough one to follow up. I'll go. <laughs> Pre-game, I agree with Hank. I think there you can't beat a pre-game. Well, we do a good pre-game here, though, man. At Lambeau. But I will say, overall, I prefer hammies. But uh, instead of even going on more to that, I think a lot of people actually have come up to me and be like, oh, there's Packer bars everywhere. Like, I've been to a couple other Packer bars. I can say nothing's like Hamilton's. No. Yeah. Like, there, no, yeah. nothing's even close to that environment. Yeah, so you can't call yourself a Packer's bar just as you showed a game. Yeah. Like, the Packer's bar no. I went to in you Arizona. You put up a flag. Or even you... the other ones around D.C. Yeah. The, the one close. I went to in Arizona that claimed it, it was 1030, which is 130 East Coast. No, Literally, I was the only one in the bar. Yeah. And they claimed they were a Packer's bar. No, just there's so the many ones that claim. See, yeah, that's, that's, really that's like... definitely one of the differences that I think that um, – for our listeners, if they haven't been to Hamilton's, like this is probably a pointless question because yeah. I think if you're talking about w- going to a game, a bar, going no, to a game I, versus going to a bar, so I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that. So I think I would prefer to watch the game at well, I would I'm not gonna say any. Bar. Are you a couch guy? No, I know we're not. You're not a couch guy. I, I would yeah, much prefer. That was a, would that was a, can we yeah. take a moment though to just shit on couch guys? I would prefer <laughs> on couch guys. I would dude. prefer to. Watch that just means the you're game. not a fan of your team or your team sucks. Like, yeah. I would prefer to watch the game. Shout out to all my friends who are listening who are fucking Joe, couch guys. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would prefer to watch the game on television than I would to watch it live in person. I, I agree. Going to a game a year, something like that. That that's cool. It's a fun experience. It's great. Yeah, I agree. Sure, the pre-game it. experience at Lambeau cannot be beat. <laughs> but you know, when you're watching it live, you miss a lot, yep. right? Like if you actually enjoy watching football, like you you don't actually see where the first down is. You don't yeah, actually yeah. see if it was caught. Like you miss a lot of the replay. You know, which is perfect. Yeah, but those, I don't. Are, I don't want to actually be proven right or wrong, which a lot of times replay <laughs> like helps. Yeah, to, I don't want to listen to Joe create. Buck and fucking Troy Aikman. Yeah, jaw I want to. I want to see guys. the imaginary first down marker in my head and be like, "Fuck sure you! He made that first down, ref." No, but he really picked up two yards. It, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and when you're at the game, yeah, you're all in agreement. Like, I don't give a shit where the first down marker is. We can all agree that he made that like, first down. I, I just yeah, think about whenever, yeah. whenever yeah. I watch Yeah, a two-yard run on, on second and eight. You're like, I think it was close enough. Just give yeah. it to him. When Whereas I, on TV, they have the replays. You're like, yeah, no, I'm wrong. But, like, at that stadium, I get to get worked up and emotional. A, it's and, such a complicated game, though. Like, I remember, like, every single time I watch football with my friends from overseas like I try to explain it to them watching it on tv and they're they're confused as fuck 
I can't even imagine oh, taking God, somebody who friends doesn't. I can't understand. I cannot even imagine going to a game and bringing like somebody from overseas oh, yeah. and trying to explain the game. They'd be like, "What the? Is that fuck any different is this? than watching like rugby for your first or two times?" I I went, "What the fuck is yes, going on?" I mean, any yes, any actually, new sport, if- any new sport is, but I would say that football is way more technical than those sports. Really? Yeah. Like, really they put people on shoulders and do some crazy. Yeah, stuff. but they're <laughs> like, like, rug- saw that? Yeah. with rugby, the ball can touch the ground. Yeah, really somebody organic. else can pick it up. He's very organic. Running. It flows more like soccer. It, yeah, right, it's, right. it's much. It, there's a lot more flow. Whereas football is, it, it's, it's like yeah. chess, you know, yeah. everybody, you have to stop. You have so to sure. run your route perfectly. If it doesn't work, the, the play is dead. Well, go America. It's football. Then like, if you're American, you know, fucking right America. Let's go. Uh, yeah. I, I it, it definitely depends where you're at. I, I agree that like if you're trying to explain a game, then but you, you don't. Or, or, or like that's stupid. I don't know. I didn't watch. The, like I, I like actually seeing what's going on. I can't. I can't get I don't know. that. I care. I, I get what you're saying because you're the stats guy and you need the ins and outs, next is nose. <laughs> and I think that Joe and I are more about the atmosphere. I don't the remember the score of the of, game either way. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm at the bar of the game. I don't remember the score either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I Care more about the atmosphere, the enjoyment, the whole like day. And Hamilton's is about as good as we're gonna get if you're not at the game. But like, yeah. I don't know if if. But you guys can't pit me against Hamilton's when I choose to go to FedEx to watch the Packers. We've had some great Lamb on the Hill tailgates at, at, at uh, Dude, FedEx. no. Can we all, except for I'll, Joe I'll here, except for Joe, can we all agree that FedEx Field fucking sucks? Yes. It does. It's awful. I, I, fuck, the, fuck the Washington yeah, I, football team. I, I'm like a – Those racist motherfuckers. I'm like a 50-50 split on <laughs> going to, like, FedEx or something versus Hamilton. I will like, not go to FedEx Field. I don't care what the game is. I'm yeah, not going to because in solidarity, the game, with the, with the the game experience will no, be no because the it's hard to get to. That's the worst at, part is like when you're you at can't the game, get there. It's like, not it near sucks. shit. Redskins fans yeah. are nasty as shit. So yeah, just a brief brief story if you guys will allow me. It was two years ago. We played them in September here in Washington D.C. No, it was preseason. No, no, no. Uh, this is a regular uh, season uh, game. It was in September. Oh yeah. It was rainy. It was a shitty fucking day. I was hungover. Anyways, it was ended up being a terrible game when we lost. We've lost in FedEx like the last two times, unfortunately. Anyways, I was in typical game day fashion, uh, love, loving the game. And uh, this was the year that the big um, roughing the passer rule yeah. came into play. Oh, yeah. And Clay Matthews came in for the second and time and fucked up weeks. Kirk Cousins because that, that was the last year Kirk Cousins was on the Redskins and drew the penalty, whatever. And I that, was no, that was so. That was Alex. Smith. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I was so livid. I said some of the most offensive shit I've ever said <laughs> out of my mouth in public wow. in the stadium. It was it was brutal. I have a loose understanding of what I said. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it was. Anyways, good spot. To uh, and the yeah. the security people were like, "Oh, this guy, this guy here, like, has got to go." Anyways, they come down to like the row, and I'm they're like, "You come with us." And I'm like. Not during gameplay. Not during gameplay. And so I waited. I waited. Yeah. Yeah, I and the guy was like, oh, so I waited for like, you know, the fucking huddle to happen or whatever. And I walked out voluntarily, 
with the guys like hey, voluntarily. The security guard. Yeah, that was not voluntary. Not no, no, no. He didn't like come and like snatch me. And I was like, how, how are you, sir? Like, how's it going? Like, yes, I said some offensive things. <laughs> yes, it was probably regrettable. I mean, I was like, the guy was super nice. He's like, yeah, I heard like you were just causing a ruckus. Like, keep it, keep it chill, keep it low key. And I was like, yeah, you're totally right. I got, and the dude let me out. It was great. Fun story. We're going to move it to the fourth quarter. All right. It's good. <laughs> you just say something's offensive. That's pretty fucking great. So yeah. for the fourth quarter, we are going to discuss Pro Football Focus's top 50 players heading into the 2020 season. As any of you who have seen the list know, Aaron Rodgers is not among the top 50 players. What? So this is and Joe's reaction right there goes to show that he does zero preparation for this this podcast. He hasn't even looked at the list. In addition to Aaron Rodgers not making the list, there are a few other things I'd like to point out. Zadarius Smith is not represented on this list. Is Devontae? Yeah, Devontae. He's the he's the earliest Packer on the list at like thirty. Yeah, I don't remember what his number is. He's a top five, top three wide receiver. Not according to this, Zadarius Smith had the second highest passer disruption rate in the league last year. Yeah, he's getting snubbed. Miles Garrett was number twenty nine. He murdered somebody, and he almost murdered somebody. (laughs) Bakhtiari was way lower than I thought, but there. The thing that really bugged me about this was the fact that Drew Brees was at number 11. What? And Tom Brady wow. was at number 24. Yeah. And so, Aaron didn't make the list. That's gross. It, it's Drew the most Brees, fucked up list I've ever I'm, I'm seen. Gonna, I'm going to throw a little stats out here, and then we can debate, right? So Drew Brees easily has the best receiver in football. Uh, when, he, when they got to the postseason. I don't know. I, I don't fully agree. Whatever. Okay. He's one of them. I'm, just, I'm, just talking one about, of I'm talking yeah. about yards, yards and touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. When they got to the postseason, they played one game. The Saints played one game, and Taysom Hill had the longest pass of the game, 50 yards. Okay. Brady couldn't get past the Titans at home through for zero touchdowns and an interception. In the postseason last year, which oh. are, those are the most recent games that we have, right? Even including the debacle against the Niners, Rodgers had a 71% completion rating, threw for four yeah. touchdowns. He, they're perfect game against the Raiders. Perfect game against the but we're talking about the postseason right now. So let's go into the regular season, right? So during the regular season. Take us there, Omar. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, their, their seasons were statistically the same for yards, right. per, yards touchdowns, and interceptions okay. per game. All right. So Rodgers had a better completion percentage than Brady, 62% to 60. Rodgers threw for more touchdowns than Brady, 26 to 24. Rodgers threw less interceptions. With like, with like one weapon. One with wide one receiver. Wep- yeah. One weapon. Rodgers threw for less inter- interceptions than Brady, four, tu- four interceptions to eight. And Double. Rodgers had a way, way better completion or a quarterback rating at 95.4 to Tom Brady's 88. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed Statistics Corner with Omar. I'm going to suggest you just open your fucking eyes and watch a game. Aaron Rodgers being not even on the list compared to Tom Brady and Drew Brees is such a fucking slap in the face. Like, 
fuckers. Who are these people? We need to shout them out. Yeah, it, they're, they're analytics people. They, no. So they apparently ran their analytics they, to get to this, but I, no, I just they, showed you the stats. No, it's bullshit. And I'm glad that you're all coming around to my point of view that Tom Brady's overrated. Uh, so thank you all for yeah, joining. Now three and four. I'm not on that train yet. That's three and four. You don't think he's overrated? No. You're fucking I did. He wins Super Bowls. Hey, I did hey. not say that he was overrated. No, it, last you, year you, and we're going into this season. No, but I I agree that four, you. I agree that all all of you agree with me that he's three and four. <laughs> no, I agree with you that you agree with me. I think I was on this train before. But anyway, actually, like what the actual fuck? Like Devonte Adams is below Chris Godwin. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That it, it makes zero sense. That it's not about the statistics. They, I don't know. They decided we like these players. We're gonna put them higher on the list. Like, Dude, Russell Wilson kid- is is apparently the second best quarterback in the league. Like, Russell Wilson is number seven. What? Yeah, uh, overall for, quarterback. Yeah, yeah he's the sure number two like, quarterback. He's ahead of miss like, his name. I'm not, not even. Rogers, like you just nah, like missed it. I'm not even gonna just no. One. He's not on the list. But they, what they no. must have done has been like, oh, here's the top fifty. Aaron Rodgers, league of his own. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of like how yeah. I'm like here's here's two through yeah, yeah. fifty one. We don't even need to put Aaron. Like, on the list. What's your favorite movie? Top Gun is like beyond that because the lifestyle. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even count Aaron as as a player because he's so far ahead of everyone else. Yeah, no, there's the 50 below yeah. Aaron Rodgers. No, I mean, the, it, it's it's a fucking joke. Like, he, I'm not even gonna com- try and compare like Russell Wilson to Aaron Rodgers right now, but like having Russ Wilson ahead of like every other quarterback except for Pat Mahomes is is a joke. Like, I, it, I don't know. Do like, see, that one I actually didn't have that much of a problem with. Like, based on their based on their stats last year. Mahomes was number two. Completely fine with that. He was number two on the list. I've got no issues. How right? is, yeah, but how is Lamar Jackson behind Russell Wilson? After last, yeah, if yeah. you're if you're talking about yeah. last year, I, yeah, like I don't know. like I'm not even one. like obviously. I, I think that Aaron should be way not only on the list but like towards the top. Based on his like, stats last year, I think he should have been somewhere in the top twenty. This is this is yeah. I I, I think mm, it, yeah. if this if it's, you're going it's purely a joke of a list here. Which no, profile claims to do? Analytics are stupid. Leave, oh, leave the statistics math. Omar, <laughs> leave statistics corner and come watch a game. So speaking <laughs> of that, like, so Omar does so much analytics, I can't wait to kick his ass at DraftKings. He's gonna buy all this. <laughs> I just listed all my fantasy analytics can never be wrong. Fucking, yeah. Analytics can never we'll be see. wrong. I guess I'm just gonna take it's his box each week and uh, that's it. But. I don't understand how Zedarius isn't on this list. He's not on any list on Instagram where you're going over top players yeah. or anything like that. I have more hate on Zedarius not being on this list or really any sort of list, not making all pro than anything else. I think if we didn't have Best Zedarius pass rusher in the league last yeah, year. Yeah, if we didn't have Zedarius, I don't know if we even finished 500. Yeah, I would agree Maybe with we that. get somebody else, but like, I, mean, I think without Zedarius, I don't know if we finished 500. He finished – he had a better statistical season than Khalil Mack, and Khalil Mack – Cost double what Zadarius Smith cost. Oh, yeah. And Khalil was like, he was top 10 on this. Bears. Zadarius plays a high percentage of snaps, too, which is. Yeah. This just goes into the theme of people snubbing not just Z and Rodgers, but the whole Packers organization. We're a small market team. Yeah. Yeah. And and even though, like, get snubbed. I think we've been snubbed. It's one of those things where, like, people have. 
debated the Packers being like America's team versus the Cowboys, like because no one outside of Dallas likes the Cowboys. But if if you're in a city without a team, like a lot of people to adopt the Packers as their their go to team. And but I I do think the fact that we're in a you know it's it's a small midwestern city. Town. I, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a town. Pretty Whereas town. everyone else is playing cities, they have huge newspapers and TV shows that talk about their teams. I hey, think the that, that really that's a big publication. Yeah, I but I I, I honestly do think that that kind of hurts like our standing in these lists and that like we don't have the types of advocates in the media you that don't like, have like Drake other people courtside type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Little Wayne and Justin Timberlake. Sing a song, Justin Timberlake. That's you sing right. dick in a box. Yeah, sing about the Packers. You're yeah. Yeah. shout out yes. to Justin Timberlake. Sing about the Where Packers. Where is it, Packers? Justin? Your, your silence on the importance But Little Wayne, you're welcome Green to join the Packers. I, I, I still, I just cannot understand how Drew Brees is still considered in as high esteem as he is. Agreed. One, I mean, one Super Bowl. There's, there's not... I'm not even. I'm not even talking about the Super Bowls at this point. I'm just saying, like, there is not a, one other quarterback that, over the course of the season, you can see a visible decline in their play. Like he has Taysom Hill starts, right behind him. He comes out of the gate just crushing it. He throws for 400 yards a game, yeah. a million touchdowns, and then it's just awesome. through the season. And then through the season, he slows down to the yeah. point where, in the playoffs, he did for one touchdown, one interception, and his backup, who is the epitome of a gadget player, has the biggest play of the game. He like, it, it routinely goes in there for third downs and shit yeah. like that and fucks around. And he consistently lines up at a tight end position. But they're tight end gadget. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, the Taysom Hill love weirds me out. I don't know. I, I'm, not well, giving, I'm not giving him love, but, I'm but, just I'm just no, saying I know. the point. That, right. Like, the that that was yeah. the biggest play up from a passer yeah. in that playoff. To be clear, Taysom Hill lost to Joe Callahan to not be in the Green Bay Bro Cali? quarterback Bro on Cali. our team, and we cut Taysom Hill. Yeah. So when New Orleans well, says he's right. the quarterback of the future, yeah. good fucking luck. No, well, <laughs> it's because we didn't use him as a tight end receiver running For back now, quarterback combination. For now, quarterback in the future. Yeah. Good fucking <laughs> my, luck. My final take on the Saints thing, like we've been talking about, how Aaron and the Packers get all this hate for underachieving and the Saints don't get any of that hate. But thank God we're not the fucking Saints, dude. Like, we're, we should be proud of the fact that we are Green Bay. Yeah. And we still we, we we haven't still won the Super Bowls that we should have, but we've been a de- goddamn better team than the Saints and fuck them. Is this part two? Are we getting into part two? No, it's not part two. two. All right, we're going to save part two for later. All right, guys. That is the end of the fourth quarter. I'm gonna hand it off to uh, little For little sure. Joey G. Here. Little G. <laughs> if anyone disagrees with that name, just tweet us back. Right? <laughs> Finish your beers, boys. Got a little show. bit of high life left. Count it. But yeah, good app. Super fun to get together again. I think we're gonna go smoke some cigars outside. Um, we're gonna be at Hamilton's next Friday. Make your reservations. Uh, a little different, little different this week, guys. Getting together and like talking to each other. I like that this better. Yeah, this is much better. Yeah, yeah. Much better. we're gonna try to keep this going. Hopefully, eventually we'll be able to go live at Hamilton's, which will be super fun. But uh, but yeah, go follow us, Sharp Chatter GB on Instagram, Twitter. You you know it. If we win two Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers, I'll get a Sharp Cheddar GB tattoo. Yeah. Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> Matt's getting a fucking tattoo. I'll get one if we get, he wins two. I'll get another one. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate everyone's support, listens, go follow us, leave a review. Uh, 
as always, the strength of the team is related to the cheddar. So stay sharp. And go, go back, back go. go back up. Go back up. Woo!